What up everybody? It's the fifth grader in the house. Hey, I'm Kason and thank you for tuning in into this episode of Hey Kids, this is Sports Talk with Kason, a podcast for a kid, by a kid, but grown-ups can listen to. Joining me today, my co-host, my mom. What's up? Thank you for having me back. It's good to see you. Good it's been a long too. time. What do you mean? <laughs> Cause we're living together three 365, 24-7. It's usually not 24-7 because you're usually in school. But, hey, we're doing some uh, social distancing and some staying at home and trying to stay safe. Do you feel safe? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We feel safe. Anyway, thanks for having me back, like I said. And uh, what's up today? What, what's going on? First, I want to thank you, listener, for tuning in to my show today. If you missed my last episode, be sure to check it out. I've started a new series called My Life As where I get to talk with people who have cool jobs in the world of sports. Oh, yeah. And that last episode was so much fun, the conversation we had with Justin Beasley. That was so... It was great. It was really great. I couldn't agree more. All throughout the year, I love to check out the Titans' Twitter account, the sick hype videos, the hilarious memes, the latest news in the world of the Titans. Just a lot of cool content. I think it would be epic to have this job. Well, my guest today has that cool job. His name is Nate Bain, social media manager for the Tennessee Titans. That's right. We have Nate in the, he's not in the studio and we're doing remote podcasting. And so with this episode, we had just a little bit of technical difficulties. Where we live, we don't have the super great uh, internet connection. And I'm usually a pretty particular person when it comes to audio. So listener, bear with us. We're doing it on the interwebs uh, via Zoom. Um, so shout out to Zoom for having that platform available. And if you like the show, please subscribe so you can stay updated with new shows. We would love it. Yep. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy our conversation with Nate Bain. My guest today has a job where he literally gets paid to be on his phone all the time. He's the man behind one of the hottest teams in the NFL. He loves his team as much as I do. He's the one. The only Nate Bain from the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> it's an air horn. Oh, I love it, man. Yes, the <laughs> air horn is the best. Good research there. That's a fantastic move. But yeah, thank you for having me on, man. Excited. You're, you're yeah. well known in the Titans universe. Wow, really? Wait, what? Oh, yeah, man. From from just mom on Twitter, you getting on TV, playoff run. You kind of came up, came along at the right time. Whoa. That's huge. Yeah. High five, dude. Um, well, I met you last year uh, in May after the Titans 5K run, which we finished on the 50 at Nissan Stadium. That was my third time participating, but last year I walked uh, the 3.1 miles with a cast on my arm and you signed it for me. That was that. really cool. Right. <laughs> we need to get you to run this year. Well, if we hope we have one, but yeah, we come yeah. back on. That's, uh, that's been a cool deal for our fans and uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's been fun to kind of get to actually, to your point, meet some of our other fans, not only yourself, but... DJ Fast Nasty out in Knoxville and a lot of our cool community members that we've got. That's one of the first times and one, sometimes the only time I get to kind of interact with you guys, but that is that is awesome. Hopefully you'll be doing it this year without a cast on. Well, we've already registered, so we're ready to go whenever right. the Titans are going to have it. Yep. All right. Here's my first question. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you were growing up? Oh, that's a really good question. I think I went through lots of different phases. Um, my current job it didn't exist back then. I don't think social media started probably in the mid two thousands. Wow, when were you born? Uh, two thousand eight. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, there. My, my thing like that's right around like Instagram popped up. So you're about as old as like maybe Instagram. Uh, but 
Definitely went through my phases of being wanting to be a professional athlete. But as I got older, I realized that wasn't quite as talented in that profession, but this kind of allowed me to get close to doing that without, you know, playing on the field. I think there was some other ideas. I think my mom, my mom was a teacher, so I, I appreciate that. And my dad was in athletic administration. He's the athletic director. So uh, there's a phase and still kind of was without, that would have been cool being an athletic director or being on the admission side or the, uh, the business side of sports. And so I've kind of gotten to do the best of professional athlete and sports admin with my current job. That's really cool. Did you love sports when you were growing up? Uh, did you play sports? Definitely. So I played all the sports. I think that I could. Uh, high school did football and basketball. Uh, grew up always playing baseball. Soccer really wasn't as big until probably I got to high school, but now I think everyone plays youth soccer. Uh, my father's an athletic director, so I grew up in – he was a high school football coach uh, from like when I was born to like I was seven or eight. Uh, so I have a few memories of, of that. And then he transitioned to be an athletic director for a college. So I grew up, I mean, when we weren't at home or I wasn't in school, I was probably in the gym hanging out uh, while he was working. So it was cool to grow up around a bunch of college athletes. So definitely was a, a uh, sports fan growing up and then played probably like basketball the most, uh, but definitely enjoyed football too. And then just so happened to, uh, to get in the NFL, but Definitely was a big sports fan and participant growing up. If I could interrupt for a second, I love how that you grew up in the locker room with your dad, whether that was in high school or in college. And so that's probably made you a lot more comfortable to just be transitioned into the NFL. You're like, oh, yeah, just, just another office 100%. in the locker room. I'm still a fan of some of our guys, just like everyone else is, but that definitely helps because there's parts of your, I mean, these guys are normal guys, just like uh, us, as much as you know, how, how great Derek plays on the field. He still kind of had the same problems and, and highs and lows that, that we have, but uh, it does help a lot. And then growing up in a small town in Tennessee, uh, we had athletes from Australia and the United Kingdom and Canada and Brazil. So it was kind of cool to get a lot of multicultural kind of education in a small town in Tennessee, being in those locker rooms with guys from all over the world. So that was kind of cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Did you have a favorite sport besides football when growing up? Definitely. Like I said, basketball was probably my favorite. I like collected basketball cards, uh, played all the video games and some of my best friends, like our core group of of friends from like middle school into high school were were the basketball guys that we hung out with. So uh, basketball probably my favorite one. And I think I grew up in a good era, like the nineties when you had like Jordan and you had uh, Stockton and Malone and Penny Hardaway and Shaq. So there's a lot of good memories of uh, basketball growing up. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite team? Do you follow NBA at all now? I do. Uh, yeah, I like when the Grizzlies moved to town. I was I was probably close to your age, maybe. Uh, I was in like middle school, I think. So it was fun to get an NBA team in our state. Um, and then definitely toward the end there, when they had like the grit and grind teams. Uh, but when I was really young, uh, was a Utah Jazz fan for whatever reason. Loved John Stockton wow. and Carl Malone. Uh, so it's kind of odd, but we went nice. on a ski trip when I was like seven or eight and went to a game and kind of fell in love with them. And uh, definitely like the Grizzlies now that they're here. Awesome. Too bad they're not in Nashville. I know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> there, would be a, there would be a lot more Grizzlies fans, I bet, if they moved to Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's weird how our state is, like, geographically positioned. It's all kind of west yeah. and, and east. So Yeah, exactly. yeah. How old were you when you thought you wanted to work in the world of sports? And did you have to go to a special school for that? Yeah, I probably was at a young age. Just I've grown up with it. It's all I've ever, ever known. My dad being in athletics, so probably from the earliest age of what am I do with my when I'm an adult uh, was was sitting around sports. 
And then I didn't go to school for it. Uh, I guess I kind of did. So I went to school at Oregon. So I went way far away. Um, and they Same have as Marcus. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. I think he was a freshman when I was a student. Um, so that was kind of a, a fun part of coming to the Titans to be with mm-hmm. Marcus. They have a sports business school. Uh, now most programs have it, but that was kind of a, an elite one at the time. I didn't graduate with that, uh, but that was kind of an allure to go out there. Um, but now, like say in my field, sports, social, or just social media in general wasn't taught. But now you can go to as somewhere as close as Belmont or MCSU locally in town and get a uh, social media certification or, or degree in digital social media. Couldn't get it when I was growing up. I kind of just got my stuff. My experience uh, was kind of my education. But now if you want to go in, there's a lot of people. I've spoke at MTSU and a couple other places. So there's there's schools for social now and social media and sports. When did you start working for the Tennessee Titans? So I started here in 2017. So the year we went to the playoffs for the first time in forever. And Marcus had, you know, the touchdown pass to himself was my first year. And then uh, before that, I was with the Rams for four years, three seasons. So I was in St. Louis with them for a little bit and then went to L.A. and then came went from L.A. to, to Nashville. So got to be close with Todd Gurley and a lot of those guys. Um, I definitely have had, you know, two out of three years go to the playoffs and get some playoff wins. has been a lot of fun with the Titans. So you actually got to work with Jeff Fisher? So, yeah, he went to the Titans and then, and then when he, he took a year off and then went to the Rams. And so my mm-hmm. first NFL head coach, it was cool because he brought a lot of staff that had grown up here in Nashville from security officers to a guy named Troop to a lot of assistant coaches were, wow. uh, had Nashville ties. So it was, mm-hmm. it was an easy transition to go to St. Louis and L.A. with a bunch of guys that were from here. Yeah, And then we've even got one of them back. I don't know if you, you know, if you listen to the radio, Coach Mack. Yo, uh, yeah. Radio Coach Dave McGinnis. We love listening to Coach Mack. Fisher is like number two guy. Our number one guy, yes. So he's a coach on that staff. So yeah, I was with Coach Mack, and then we both left at the same time and both came back here. So it's kind of cool. Wow. Well, that's cool. That is really cool. We listened to OTP where he was describing, um, I think it was training camp with Coach Fisher, and that somebody's phone rang, and he literally took it out of his hands and threw it, and it broke. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Coach Mack and his stories keep the powder dry. Yeah. Not that way. <laughs> Coach Mac has endless stories. Oh my gosh, yeah, they're so great. Okay. How do you choose what to share on all the Titans social media accounts? And do you help create the cool hype videos for the Titans? Really good question. Um, it's kind of a group effort. We have a lot of we have people from our basically I kind of sit in the middle of our organization from the GM, the head coach, the players, but also the marketing staff, PR staff. Everyone kind of has an input on what we put out. The hype videos are done by our video team. So there's probably a group of seven. We got seven or eight uh, individuals that are from all over the place. Um, and they like, do you have, do you have a favorite hype video off the top of your head? Uh, there are so many. I, so I can pick one. So we have a group of seven or eight. Well, like, right before the AFC championship, which one? Um, yeah, that one's a good one. The one with uh, the Roddy Rich song, the but came that had like the the Super Bowl trophy in his face. Like, oh yeah, in, that was yeah. Doing, like a guy named Matt Unger did that one. But we've got a group about eight or nine video guys uh, who do all our video stuff, and they're great. And then we have a young lady named Lauren Lott who does our graphics, and those are awesome. So it's one of those things where I sometimes I get almost too much credit. Sometimes we have a lot of good people behind the behind the scenes, but sometimes there are things that happen real quick that you know it's up to me to decide what to go out, what not go out, but. I work with our PR team, uh, who's a group of, what are they, four or five now? And they kind of help me navigate 
whether it's community stuff or whatever it is, but kind of how we craft our message and then the rest of it kind of lead up to me. But sometimes they, you know, I, I definitely have built up over a lot of respect and trust in the organization because they trust me basically to not mess up when I post tweets. So um, that, that's a nice no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, um, so it's, it's been nice that they, they allow me to do that, but it's a, uh, it's definitely a group effort and it's kind of cool to see what we like, especially in the playoff run, like everybody's watching your channels. Like it's oh, all man. the hard work you put in for like mm-hmm. a year or two. It's cool to kind of like see everyone enjoy it and everyone and, and have fun with it. Right. When we're going to AFC championship. To add on to that, do you have a favorite moment from the epic season that the Titans had last year? Oh man, that's a good one. So I, I, I luckily get to travel all the time, which I guess is good and bad. No, no weekends off. So the road trips are always fun and we've got a, a good, a lot of people I mentioned uh, get to go on the road with us. And so we're always trying different restaurants and do all that type of stuff. Um, but for me, kind of cliche, but going to Baltimore, I grew up a Titans fan. So even before you were born, like the the steaming area george days we had some like the best teams and we're 14 and 2 and the best you know number one seed had a bye and the ravens would come play us and we lost i think twice maybe to the ravens with two really good titans teams and so it was kind of cool to do the reverse to them we went in their stadium it was really loud they had a great stadium environment um but they were pretty cocky and and their fans weren't really worried about it their their team staff wasn't really worried about that they were already looking forward to going to uh kansas city and so it's kind of fun to win that game and celebrate. So uh, as, as easy of an answer that was, it, it definitely applies that moment. But, you know, each week was awesome. The Patriots game was cool. The lead up to the oh, Kansas City game was fun. Um, and then just going through the season, as opposed following Derek's, like, awesome tr- transcendent to be, like, the he was, like, ha- kind of having an okay time and then and taking off and being the leading rusher in the NFL was cool. Uh, you know, I love Marcus, but also you got to respect like Tannehill's journey from being a backup quarterback and everybody kind of forgetting about him to then winning a bunch of games. Like we had a lot of cool storylines this year. So it definitely kept me busy for sure. Yeah. And it made it that much more interesting, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, do you have a favorite moment here in Nashville uh, for the Titans? season? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think that's another cool part. We've had two, at least two really good years, probably maybe three, but definitely two of just really good home games. Um, and it's been kind of hopefully easy to promote, like come to our games. We got some cool ones. My favorite one was probably, was it the Charger game? Because I was, I, we were, oh, I think we were yeah. up and then they were driving down the field. And I, so what's happened is I'll sit in the press box for the game and then I'll go down the field at the end, hopefully in the event that we're winning and get a bunch of guys to celebrate and all that stuff. So we're winning. I go down the field and then I've watched them drive down the field. And I was like, oh no, we're going to lose this game. And then they get down the one. And I'm like, all right, we stopped them once. And then we stopped them again. I'm like, we just got to stop him again. We stop him again. And we finally stop him again. And Wesley knocks the football out, Wesley Woodyard. So it went from this we're going to win to we're going to lose, so we're going to win again. So it was a lot of a, a roller coaster, but it was fun to be on the sideline and watch. Like everyone was just dead quiet and waiting for, you know, the play to happen. So probably the Charger goal on stop was my favorite home moment. That was one of my favorites. The other favorite was the blocked field goal. Yeah, Kansas City was, I mean, lots of people yeah. in Kansas City, and as it should be. I mean, that, yeah, that Tannehill to Humphrey catch. Oh, man. And then, and what was. Block. Yeah, and what was cool uh, was that there was a bunch of Chiefs fans and to, and to see their team like lose, like they traveled all the way from Kansas City to here to Nashville, and then and then watch as the field goal got blocked. Yeah, it definitely can be frustrating to have all these. I mean, like Nashville's such a great town; everybody wants to come here and party. Like anybody that's not a division opponent, kind of circles our games and wants to come down here, which is probably they good do. for our city. But it's frustrating sure. as a home fan. But when we win, it's fun to kind of so sweet. Yeah, talk trash as everybody walks out of the stadium. So I yeah. definitely. It adds to the the fun of the game. Yeah. Well, is there anything that you wanted to share with us uh, before we wrap up? Anything I don't know. I you've got on the horizon? 
Uh, we've got coming up this this whole quarantine is definitely thrown us for the loop because we were ready for Las Vegas, the draft, and we were oh, trying yeah. to plan some cool stuff around there from celebrity fan picks or just kind of how we're doing. We still don't have the draft, but you know everything's kind of up in the air now. We're we're about in the same position as fans are as far as is training camp going to get pushed back? Who knows what's going to happen with all this stuff? And our players are the same way. So right now we're just trying to talk to our players, get them to do fun TikToks. Uh, we've got a new kicker named Greg Joseph who came on at the end of the last year, and he's been a cool personality. So we're trying to. He did him. a great TikTok video the other day. That was what awesome. What did he do? I'll have to show you. It was so great. He did like a toilet paper roll. So like, yeah, that's a good a good way to introduce our him to our fans. They don't know a lot about him, but mm-hmm. uh, as far as like, we have some things that we plan, and it's kind of. We do, a lot of our work too is like what are we doing six months from now so that whole thing's been kind of put up in the air but no we're, we're just trying to figure out what our new normal is and uh and, and just how to have fun along the way and other than that it's been cool to talk to you guys i, I think this podcast is an awesome idea and just to, as we keep going along like hopefully we'll have another fun season this year and the more ways we can integrate I and mean, that's some of my job essentially is giving fans a new look at our team and engaging with you guys whether it's uh, pop-up shop party at a bar where you get new gear or coming on a podcast so i do think i've gotten lucky uh rams fans are fantastic and i still talk, talk to a lot of them but i do if even if i was still in la i think titans fans are my favorite fans to, to hang out with and yeah. then just the community a locker room is great but the community is cool so that, that keeps me coming back and when you have a frustrating day at work it's still cool to know that you've got 100 fans that we're really close with and so fun have a good time with we have the super fan features i think yeah I could we can drop breaking news on here. I think we're going to try to feature you guys on our next uh, super fan feature this off season. So that'll what? be kind of cool, right? You know, oh you seen the one with the guy who like breathed fire. Yeah, and, Titan Man. Yeah, Titan we, Man. Yeah, we know Titan Man. Oh my gosh! Cool. <laughs> so, okay, now kind of now I'm going to fangirl out a little bit. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So get ready, like get your setup ready. It'll whenever we're done with quarantine, but we're going to come come yeah. hang out with you guys hopefully one of these days, and we'll and all that stuff but that's that's the that fun stuff we great. get to do and some of those things are what we're working on in the future is trying to line up different ideas for people to do and we did that cool marcus feature with like a three-part series oh that, that was that was so good we love yeah. that yeah. that was beautiful we're trying to figure out like who's our next player to do and how can we do is it going to be Derek or who's going to mm-hmm. be so, ten hill uh, yeah. ten hill is <laughs> another great story like we've got a lot of great stories of guys and so that makes my job a lot easier. So we're so lucky that we have, we really feel like this. And we've talked about this throughout the whole season. And I apologize in advance to whoever's listening to, for the um, audio issues, we've got really slow internet. And so we're doing our best here. So I hear a little bit of clicking, but I apologize for that. And I don't know if you can hear that, Nate, but you know, we have so many players that are really just, um, they're just good guys. They're good stand-up guys. They're guys that I feel so comfortable with my kids you know, actually following and watching and, you know, there's, it's just such a perfect team. And, and anyway, that's good. There are a lot of good mentors. And that's yeah, what makes it tough when exactly. you make decisions. When you see Drell get traded, it's tough. And Oh, that was heartbreaking. And he's been with us for nine years. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time today to talk with me and my mom. Definitely, um, man. Appreciate you having me on. And b- but before we go, I have three questions. I ask each of my guests. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. What advice would you give your 11-year-old self? Uh, I think it's a really, really good question. That's that's tough. I was going to say the first one is probably just like drink more water and eat my fruits and veggies because I still don't do that now. But uh, 
probably like it's pretty cliche but don't like don't worry about growing up too soon like when i was 11 i wanted to be an adult now that i'm an adult i want to be back to be 11 uh but just it, i used to worry about oh what am i gonna do like, when i'm gonna do this it all kind of works out and you have a good time uh, i think if you have like something you want to do like you're a great example if you want to do a podcast go ahead and do it and but there's times where i'm like oh i should have done this or this or if i was like nervous to go to school in oregon just go ahead and do it, it all works out so if you want to do something, just put some action to it. Was there a mentor or teacher that really inspired you when you were growing up? Oh, that's a good question. I think I didn't realize it then, but definitely now. Probably my parents, too. I always looked to, like, professional athletes and other people. And that, that was good when I was 11. But once you get older, you're like, oh, well, I didn't realize my parents did this for me and this for me. And they, they definitely helped kind of put me on the right path. So definitely my parents. And then um, as I kind of talked about, growing up in the college atmosphere, there are a couple of athletes there that like were local guys that were definitely big influences with me. And then as I got into my professional career, um, I've had, there's a handful of them. I actually tweeted something about it the other day, but there's a guy named Tom Zakoviak who is at the university of Tennessee, who uh, he's like in charge of their basically uh, basketball sports information and social media. And he kind of, he's my first like real job I had. And he kind of taught me the ways. Um, and there's another guy at the Rams named Dan August who, uh, basically in charge of all of their he's a vp of strategy is his title so it's cool cool title but he really kind of helped mold me into uh, a good professor or into the profession i have now that's awesome yeah okay and finally pizza or steak Ooh, i gotta go pizza i had the other night i think i've had like two or three times in this uh pandemic that we've had, <laughs> so pizza all the way do you do you yeah. pineapple on pizza or no oh i love pineapple on pizza no Chicken and no, buffalo I, sauce for me. Buffalo sauce. Okay. I like buffalo sauce too, but I'm a pineapple on pizza guy. So I'm with you, Nate. Good questions, though. I like that. Thanks. All right. Well, that's all the questions we have. Thank you so Thank much you so for much. joining us. Seriously, for taking time out of your schedule. We know that you are a busy dude and you keep all the Titans fans. Uh, man, you just keep us all together as Titans family. We love it. Awesome, man. I can't wait to hear this when it gets out. And, uh, you know, we'll see you guys this off season whenever we get out of quarantine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, Nate. Awesome. See y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.